you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network podcast. Some oysters, ma'am? Oh, no, I don't do oysters. If I'm going to swallow something that disgusting, there better be something in it for me. Welcome back to Let's Talk OC, an OC podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're so glad you're joining us this week. Hope everybody's doing well and okay on... Well, it's week two for me for quarantine. Liz, what week are you on? Um, This is technically the start of week one for me because I did work on Friday and uh, now come Monday, that was my first day of like really not going to work. <laughs> but Yeah. Is How's it going? Weird. Weird, weird, weird. But also, like, I feel like I'm on, like, spring break from college where I'm like, I don't have to do shit. And, like, I just can wake up whenever, even though it's terrible because I should be getting into, like, a routine of doing stuff, which I will. I have 30 days to do this, so (laughs) I'm sure I'll figure something out. But it's been weird. It's just been weird, weird, weird. I'm sure you guys all feel the same way. I know. We're all in the same boat together. So we hope that we can bring some escape and some enjoyment as we discuss the OC every week for you. Yeah. All right. So this week we're discussing season three, episode 15, The Heavy Lifting, original air date, February 9th, 2006, written by Stephanie Savage and directed by Ian Toynton. Toynton. He's doing a lot these days. I know. Johnny's death forces everyone to deal with their problems and face the reality of what is going on. Ooh, Lizzie. Oh, God. I like this episode. You do? Yeah, I definitely felt like lots of layers were being like pulled off of people and like their true colors were showing a little bit. Agreed. And it was good. I really enjoyed it. Did you remember it? Um, I don't remember Sadie coming this quickly, but now that she's here, I'm like, oh yeah, like we get the cousin and yeah. I just, I remember some things, but I remember mostly things with Marissa, but everyone else, like, I didn't really remember what was going on at this point. So it's good to see. It's funny because, you know, like I said, I always say season three is the least watched season I have ever really went through with this show. And there's certain details of this episode that I remembered, like Johnny's funeral, well, the memorial service that they do. And for some I don't know why, but I always remember the outfit Sadie is wearing when she's unpacking her car with boxes. Oh, really? That's it's funny. Those, like ripped boyfriend jeans with the, you know, the green sage T-shirt. It's like I know it by memory. I don't know why that's always stuck with me. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Okay. So the episode opens. We have the core four in the Cohen's living room. They're waiting to hear the results of what is going on with Johnny. Yeah. At this point, he had a head injury. He's in the hospital, and they don't know if he's going to live or if he is not going to make it. Right. Well, they say it's severe. So, I mean, a severe head injury, regardless if he survives it or not, he's never going to be the same, you know? Right. So, mentally, it's just, it's such a letdown for, I mean... Everyone's upset, but they're trying to stay positive. However, Marissa is looking at it, like, the most logically. Yeah. And, like, oh, I know how this is going to go. Like, of course, this is the way it's going to play out. So, 
just yeah, sucks. and summer <laughs> out of all of them. But really, she's always the most positive. She's like, guys, we have to look on the bright side, and she's like, doctors are idiots, and yeah. Doctors are always negative, and that's why we're supposed to be positive. Right. And Sandy and Kirsten, they're trying to get them to eat with those beautiful bagels. Mm. And uh, they go, Caitlin, she's in the pool house. She's been trying to rest up, and Marissa goes to check on her, and her phone rings, and Ryan picks it up. And obviously, we know what the outcome is because he walks out to get Marissa. And she just starts crying and he's hugging her. Yeah, and he doesn't even say anything on the phone. He just listens and then kind of yeah. just like puts the phone down because who knew if like Johnny's mom hung up at that point or right. if like he just couldn't even believe it and he knew Marissa was coming out to see what happened. So he just paused yeah. and they hugged and of course yeah. she knew right away. Of course. And then Caitlin walks out and she's like, what happened? Yeah. And then we go into our intro. This was so sad. I don't, uh, this, I, I cried a couple of times. Yeah. Because I think I was just realistically thinking about like, oh my God, this is awful for this young person to pass away. And we've said this before, but for Marissa and her sister and Ryan to witness it. Mm-hmm. And then you feel bad, awful for Johnny's mom and oh. Chili. And all these people that have he has affected in his life, and now right. it's just it's so it's devastating. It's a it's a teenager, a young person that is now not here anymore. Yeah. So Marissa shows up to Johnny's house, and Chili is there. He's making tea. He's trying to help Gwen and take care of things. And Gwen has been trying to think of a funeral service, but she doesn't want a traditional Right. She doesn't want anything sad, no body, no, you know, priest saying words. Yeah. So Marissa, she pitches this idea about what if we do something near the water with sand and Chili's like, yeah, no shoes. That would be very fitting for Johnny, which I thought was a really beautiful idea. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's how I would want everyone to celebrate me, you know? Same, right? So while they're talking, we meet Sadie. She is Johnny's cousin. She shows up to the house and she says how she's here. She's here to help Gwen. And then she says, hey, are you Marissa? (laughs) Under, you know, this is bad circumstances, but it's finally nice to meet you. Yeah, it's kind of funny because Marissa's like, yeah, you too. Because they just speak to each other, not even knowing who one of one another is and then Sadie says I'm Johnny's cousin how's Gwen doing like she just asks assuming I guess that she's Marissa and so she can ask these questions right so then they finally make their introduction but Marissa Marissa is just like a zombie in this entire episode well can you blame her no I I mean I have words to say as we get into it but yeah, I'll just have to wait till we get mm. to that <laughs> that part. So back at the Coens, we have Ryan and Seth. They're in the kitchen, and Ryan is blaming himself for this, which is typical, right? Yeah, typical Ryan. And Seth, of course, is trying to make light of it. He's making a joke like, hey, well, at least you don't have to worry about Johnny getting in between you and Marissa. And it's like, Too soon. Way too soon. Way too soon. Uh, Sandy's at the Newport Group. He's still trying to work out this deal with the hospital. If this is like a three episode long, I know it's not necessary. Not necessary. I guess we don't know what to do with him, so give him this problem, right? But he wants Matt to go out with Maya again because you know now he's kind of like, all right, you 
schmooze griffin's daughter you actually like her it's a Mm win-win but matt said that he kind of left it a little weird with her yeah yeah because he didn't right he didn't follow through and it got weird um so while marissa is leaving the last thing we saw her leaving um she was heading home but she shows up to the newport group with forms from Gwen from the hospital that Gwen, she just cannot go through them. And so she asks Sandy if he could go through it. And Matt's like, Oh, Hey, like I love busy work. I can do this for you. Yeah. I appreciated that. And did you you love, like as soon as Marissa comes in, she goes to like hug Sandy. Yes. She's like, I need, I need a hug. I need a hug. I know. And also he just compliments her like, Hey kid, I think you're doing doing great. great. You're doing the best you can. And really for, it's like surprising to me that it's not surprising to me. I should start over that Marissa is helping out in all ways that she can. Right. But also the fact of she's left with, she decides like she can handle the hospital form. She's like, Oh, I'll find an adult to take care of this. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like Julie is like, Oh my God, my daughter just lost someone, you know, meaningful in her life. Let me see how I can help. Right. No, the, the the kid is taking it upon herself to try yeah. and still help because that is the that's exactly who Marissa is at all times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do have to mention, even though this is a somber and dark episode, it's also Valentine's Day is approaching. Right. Which gives us some reference of time. I know we were talking about last week, like what time of year is it? So obviously so it's, we're near. It's mid-Feb. It's mid-Feb. And it's approaching fast and soon, and it's tough for some and easygoing for others. Kiki and Julie are preparing their Valentine's Day new match dance. Which is so cute. It's so cute. And the problem is, okay, so last episode, Neil professes that he wants to be with Julie. Right. Right. But this episode, they confuse you again because now he doesn't. Yeah, so it turns out he hasn't asked her to the dance. So Julie's like, I'm going to just scheme and find out why he hasn't asked me. So she shows up to his house asking for her cake knife that she left from Caitlin's birthday party. And he's like, "Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't even know what that is. And she's trying to get him to bring up the dance. So he actually brings up like, why are you here? Don't you need to be planning your Valentine's Day dance? Yeah, and she's like, oh, you know about that. Right, because she's like, maybe he's just aloof to it, right. you know? And so he's like, oh, yeah, no, I have no plans. I'm just going to stay in and read the Da Vinci Code. She's like, at first she's like, oh, some, you know, reading to keep up on the times of all of the, all of the uh, medical terms and jargons and stuff. And he's like, nah, I'm just going to read the Da Vinci Code. Have you read it? <laughs> she's like, um, no, I'm just going to go see the movie. Uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Kirsten, she's all excited about the dance because Valentine's Day is her favorite holiday. Let's not forget. Right. Kiki loves Valentine's Day. And last Valentine's Day was super shitty for her. Remember? Because of all the Rebecca stuff going on. (sighs) Yeah. Yes. And Sandy tried to make it up to her with the flowers and she puts it down the garbage disposal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Coming back to me. Yeah. Uh, she bumps into Matt and Sandy at home. They were playing a cute little basketball game. Yeah. I think that's what they were doing. Yeah, I think so. And Sandy's like, oh, get, I guess they had a bet because yeah. Matt won like half of his pay or something like that. I forget exactly what he said. 
Yeah, and they're discussing Maya, and he's expressing, this is where it comes in of like, oh, like I kind of dropped the ball with that. I didn't exactly call her right after the date to ask her for another one. Yeah, shitty. Shitty, <laughs> super shitty, even though he likes her. So like, what's your well, deal? Yeah, right? Like, are you just that swamped with other things that that's not a priority to you? But he screwed up, and now he's suffering the consequences like any other person does after you don't call someone that you like. <laughs> right, so PSA, if you like the person, give them a just call. Just give them a Oh, exactly. No games. No no games necessary. But Kirsten, she's like, oh, let me play Cupid. Like, I know that, you know, Maya, she's not necessarily someone that would go for this dating service. But let's make a deal here. I'll get her to the dance. But Sandy, you have to get on par and get on your game with Valentine's Day. I want candies. I want candles. And I want lingerie. Right, right tasteful lingerie which is was like so right crazy. nothing see-through nothing red and nothing edible yeah exactly so in return she ends up meeting with maya and maya obviously knows who she is and she explains her situation and maya's like okay listen at first i was pissed off about this but this is kind of sweet that matt is going to these lengths i will go to the dance mm-hmm. So another person who's excited about Valentine's Day is Justin. I'm like, oh, we're still doing this. He's still around. I know, because for, if you don't remember, Justin was that guy that Caitlin had issues with when she came home. She stole money from his brother, but she he's so hung up on her. He and it, is. it's kind of sweet, though, don't you think? It is. Like he's not giving up on her. He wants to talk about their, quote, relationship. Yes. And how they're both going to go back to school and it's going to be great. And she's like, just leave because I can't deal with this right now. And and then he she closes the door in his face and he's like, are you OK? Like, he's like, oh, shit, something is going on with Caitlin. Yeah, like he picks up on it and he pretty much courts her this entire episode. Yeah. He ends up bringing her a teddy bear, something for her to cuddle for Valentine's Day. And this is where she opens up about Johnny and everything that happened. And he gives really good advice because his parents are therapists. And he's like, it's, you know, you did everything you could. And I'm sure if he was here, he would have, Johnny would have thanked you for everything you tried to do. Right. You were so, you did the best you could. Just like everyone in this episode, that that should be like the theme. Everyone did the best they could. Yeah. And it's really sweet. And she finally starts to loosen up and become softer towards him. And because he generally cares for her. And this was such a cute scene when she takes the teddy bear and they stop talking. She goes inside and he's doing this like little happy Oh my God, that was so fun. And she's, dude, I can still see you. And he's like, dude, got it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's really cute. Justin, you get a blue ribbon. Yeah, he's sweet. So Summer, she finally says something to Seth about finding his pot. Right. And she's not angry about the pot. No, she's not because she's like, hey, listen, like you're a late bloomer. I was, you know, hot wiring cars with, with Luke and Poop. Marissa. Yeah. Right. But and you were, you know, building with Lincoln Logs for Captain Oates. So like, I get it. It's not the pot. It's the fact that you're lying. Right. And you're continually lying. And this is like their biggest issue is that Seth does something and he holds off for the longest time trying to tell Summer it. And she just, she can't take it anymore. She's like, I don't trust you. I have lost my trust for you. And I don't blame her on this. And then, but, but Seth comes back with like, it doesn't matter what I say, though. I can say I'm not going to lie anymore, and you're still not going to believe me. Right. 
But yeah, because there is nothing he can say at this point. He just has to, through the next months or years, try and show her that he is is trustworthy and that he won't that he won't keep secrets from her. But it's Seth. It is Seth, and this this was a funny scene too because when she walks in, he's on his computer, and she you know grabs it from him, and she thinks she's going to find porn, <laughs> but he's actually just organizing his Yakuza films. Yeah. And he's like, you know, like many things like masturbating and finding porn. This is also something I didn't want you to know I did. (laughs) Just like that thing like your significant other does and you're like, I know they do it. I'm just not going to ever never want to see them in the act or like question it because it's like they do that on their time. (laughs) Right. Like I don't need to address it. Right. Yeah. So before Johnny's ceremony, we have Marissa and Ryan they're in the trailer they're trying to spend some time together but marissa ends up getting a call from sadie yeah which yeah at first she thinks it's johnny's mom but yeah then actually like at this point ryan and marissa haven't hung out at all haven't really talked about anything they kind of just like bicker a little bit and then just leave it be so ryan comes to hang out and like immediately marissa ends up leaving Yeah, and she goes to the diner, and Sadie kind of tells her a little bit about herself and that she now makes jewelry, and she started this little business. And Marissa's like, listen, I really need to be with my boyfriend right now, which I feel like this is the point in the episode where Marissa was like, okay, I get it. I need to be with Brian. I need to actually talk to him. And then Sadie's all confused. She's like, boyfriend, I don't understand I thought you and Johnny were together because he asked me to make you this necklace for Valentine's Day. Yeah, because I guess he called her last week, which is around this time that he was going to, I guess, profess his love again to Marissa. And so on the necklace was her birthstone and his birthstone and an angel in the middle because that's how he viewed her. And I did. I felt a little choke. At that Me point, too. Because I could only imagine what Marissa is thinking. And even her, the look on her face, like dead in the eye, she's like an angel. Like she's yeah. like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Now I feel even worse about myself and the situation. Ugh. Because this, this is not just boy likes girl. Girl doesn't know how she feels. It's so much deeper than that on so many levels. Yeah, it was way more intense especially on Johnny's end. Yeah. Than anyone realized and right. it's it didn't go down well. No. So we have the memorial ceremony at the beach. It's really beautiful. It is I beautiful. Loved this. They have surfboards lined up. They have flowers. Sadie makes a speech. Everyone is going up and, you know, giving flowers out. And in the distance we see Volchuk. Yes. Smoking a cig. Uh huh. And they set surfboard out to sea, and we also see Caitlin in the distance. Which okay, this mini scene list. I wanted to get your opinion on because Marissa's like, oh, to Ryan. They're about to get in their car. They see Caitlin, and they're like, oh, look, Caitlin. And Marissa's about to go get her sister, and Ryan's like, oh, no, no, I'll do it. Yeah, I was confused. But also, you know, Ryan is always the fixer. And as we'll get into this scene, that's what Caitlin calls him. I get it. But also, I don't know. I feel like I'd be like, no, it's fine. Like, let me go get my sister. We, 
I don't know, went through this together. I know Ryan was there, but... Yeah, I think maybe he's just trying to take the pressure off Marissa as much as he can. Yeah. Um, But he ultimately goes to talk to Caitlin, and Caitlin is blaming herself, which seems to be the trend in the, in the episode, but then immediately flips the switch on Ryan, saying... And Ryan said, well, it's not your fault. If anything, it's my fault. She's like, yeah, it is your fault. You let him fall. And he's like, listen, I'm not going to do this shit with you. (laughs) Right. Like, let's just go. And she's like, stop trying to fix everything. This is not a fixable situation. Which she's right in that aspect. Because Ryan exhausts trying to fix things all the time. I know. And so does Marissa, actually. They're very similar in that way. But Ryan does it. I guess a little bit more in your face about it. <laughs> more aggressively. Yeah, more thank you. More aggressively. Yeah. And Caitlin doesn't yeah. respond to aggressiveness. If anything, she gets even more aggressive. So Yeah. That wasn't a good pairing. But yeah, I also was like, huh, Marissa and Caitlin should should mourn as sisters because they were there together. Yeah. But I guess right. Ryan was there too. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after the beach, they head to the memorial at the bait shop, which, hey oh, bait shop, it's nice to see you that you hold things like this. <laughs> uh, but Seth and Ryan, they're discussing Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day is tomorrow, and Summer and Marissa are also discussing Valentine's Day, and neither parties have plans nor are in the mood for it. Right. And this is also the first Valentine's Day that Ryan and Marissa are actually together. Right. They're actually a couple, and it's so far from. Marissa's mind at least at this point but Ryan is like all right well you know I guess we should do something it is the first Valentine's Day we are together and as much as Marissa might not say that she might say she doesn't want to do anything internally he's like well maybe she does because it's a romantic holiday and we really haven't been intimate or been like in basically alone is what he was saying together so he yeah. feels like this is something they desperately need, and Marissa just doesn't even want to deal with it. Right. Uh, while this is all happening, Volchuk shows up, and he approaches Sadie. Yeah, interesting and that Volchuk knows Sadie. Interesting, right? Like, what's going to come of that? But they're talking, and she... He's actually being sweet. He's, he's being like, civil. He wants to talk. He feels bad. Obviously. And she's like, uh, you don't have to be here. And of course, Ryan sees this and automatically it gets defensive. And he's like, what are you doing here? Is he bothering you? Like, get out yeah. and kicks him out. Because this R- is- Volchuk is his red button at all times. And oh, so yeah. as soon as he sees him in the vicinity of where this special moment is supposed to be for everyone. And obviously him and Johnny had such, you know, a bad relationship. He's like, get out of here. He didn't even... I bet it didn't even matter if it was Sadie or if it was like anyone else in there, but he's just like, he needs to leave because he does he's not welcome here. Oh yeah. It wouldn't have mattered either way. You're out. Right. Get out. (laughs) But Ryan and Sadie, they do talk. He compliments her on her speech and she talks about how she feels like so many people in her life have passed away. Her dad, her dog, her best friend. And then she's like, well, actually, it's nice to meet you. I'm Sadie. So this is the first time they're officially meeting. Right. And then Marissa comes over. Yep. And I guess Sadie put two and two together. Like, oh, this is the boyfriend that she mentioned. And nice to, you know, put a name to a face. And 
they go off and they leave Sadie. But they're like, oh, we'll catch up. Ryan says, yeah. catch up another time. Yeah, because even Ryan, he's the one who makes the point of like, oh, well, we'll see you around and we'll have to, you know, make a plan to see each other. Yeah. You know, like you could tell there was this lingering of, yeah, we'll try to be there for you mm-hmm. in this way. Right. Uh, after the memorial, the core four head back to the Cohen house and... This is this was a funny. This is a nice comedic relief of everything that's going on. Sandy's in the kitchen. He is going through the Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah, so and awkward. It's so awkward because he's like right in the kitchen. On yeah, the and then the kids island. come in and they're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, your mother. She circled everything she wanted and her sizes." And even Ryan and Marissa, they're like, I thought you don't like Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And Seth is like, oh, hey, can I borrow that catalog? <laughs> because I need to make up uh, for what I've done. And Seth- Sandy's like, uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, it's aw- awkward conversation. It is awkward. Ryan and Marissa, they head into the pool house and they're laying on the bed. They're next to each other. Yeah, and- just relaxing. That's all Marissa wants to do is just like, have a breather of everything. Yeah, and probably just n- lay next to her person. Like, silence means yeah, more Yeah, like, let's just not speak. But then Ryan opens his mouth and said, so what are we doing tomorrow? Which now, actually, <sighs> in this moment, if I was Marissa, I'd be like, shh, but let's not talk about anything right now. So I get why she immediately gets defensive about it. Um, I, but I just had that revelation as I'm speaking to you now, but when I was watching it, I was like, okay, Marissa, like give the guy a break. He's trying to do something for you as a couple. But I guess at this point she just doesn't even, she just wants to close her eyes and like fall asleep and not have to deal with anything in the real world. So, yeah, I know. I saw both sides too. I was really, I felt for Marissa because of everything that's happened in the past you know, 24, 48 hours. And here, Ryan, he's just trying to move forward and she's not ready to move forward. And so she's not in the mood for Valentine's Day and they ultimately end up snapping at each other. Yeah, and she said, it's just really hard for me. And he's like, it's hard for me too. And I was there. What do you think I don't understand? Yeah. And so she just storms out. And me being, I was like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, yes, Ryan, I, I don't know what she things you don't get or what you can't talk about with her. But I I know, but I also feel that, I don't know, I, I get him trying to be like, what are we going to do tomorrow? But maybe it didn't really have to be a conversation of just take it day by day in terms of, listen, your friend just died. We just went through this. Maybe we should just like sit on the couch. Yeah, I think he's just desperate and like yeah. pulling at whatever he can possibly get. And it, yeah, it was poor timing. It was. And he probably should have just said, what after she said, let's talk about tomorrow, tomorrow, he probably should just let that go. But yes, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. So the next day we reach, it is Valentine's Day and the pool house is so dark. Yeah. All the shades are closed down. Ryan is in there. Seth barges in and Seth's like, hey, so I heard, you know, small town, good cell service. <laughs> what happened? And Ryan's like, we were doing so well. And he's like, really? Like with the funeral and everything? Like you had a good day? Like that's not a good day. He's like, well, it was, you know, a decent day, I guess, that they've had in a while. (laughs) Yeah. But I like what Seth says because he says to Ryan, you should give her some slack. Yeah. Cut Marissa some slack. 
Um, but and but like don't he says that Marissa wants me to ignore her. He's like, she doesn't want anything to do with me. But Seth's like, no, don't stand for that. As much as she says she doesn't want to do anything for today, she's a girl and she probably will. So just like do something for her. (laughs) Right, right. Like give her some slack on like how she reacted. Yeah. But still celebrate Valentine's Day. It's not too late. Right, it's not too late. Yeah. Matt as you guys remember, Marissa dropped off the hospital papers at the Newport group. Matt took care of them. So he ends up delivering them to Marissa and he says like, Hey, if you end up, um, needing anything else, just give me a call. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just, I'm just there in general, which was so nice. Yeah. And then Marissa does as Marissa usually does admits that she was wrong. She's like, yeah, I started a fight. Yeah, And it didn't end well, and I don't think Ryan and I are going to celebrate Valentine's Day, but, like, I appreciate your help, and she's going to let Ryan have a cooling-off period. Yeah, and if we see her call Ryan, yeah, but, but then she, she doesn't leave a message. So she's like, oh, maybe I should say something, maybe I shouldn't. So it's like that hesitancy, too, of like, oh, give space. I don't, I kind of need you near me, but I actually don't need you to say anything. Kind right, of it's space. like, I don't want to talk about anything, but I just still need you. Yeah. Uh, Sandy trying to be the good husband. He did go Victoria's Secret shopping, and he comes home from shopping, and he sees Seth at the table, and turns out Seth also went shopping at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> same exact bag, same shape. They put them both on the table. <laughs> I mean, we know what's going you to happen. You know what's going to happen there. But Sandy and Seth, they play catch up, and Seth tells Sandy, like, I was caught in a lie, and Sandy's like, listen, like, kids lie all the time. A man is only as good as his word. Right. So you, you're a good man, Summer deserves a good man. Like, you know what you have to do. And so, and Seth, of course, was being sarcastic in this moment. He's like, I am a good man. How did you know? Why didn't you tell mm-hmm. me? But Sandy grabs his bag. He goes to deliver it to Kirsten. And she pulls out the lingerie. And it's obviously not what Sandy bought. It's, you know, like the the pink, the pink right? line. Yeah, for younger girls. Yeah, uh, it's a bra and underwear. And Kirsten's like, wow, this is a fantasy I never knew of. And then you immediately go into Summer slapping Seth because Seth gives Summer Kirsten's lingerie, thinking that she's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? This is like so uber sexy. And what am I, an older woman? And it it was funny. And I can't even like fill out the cups. No, I can't fill out the cups. And she's like, this isn't a good apology. I want something more. Like, you need to blow my mind. (laughs) But he does, he says, hey, I did make you a card. And she looks at a card, and it's a picture of Seth as Pinocchio. Yes. Very cute. It is. And it says, I cannot tell a lie. And obviously, the nose is growing. And then inside says, Valentine, I love you. Which was very sweet. Very sweet. Ryan stops by to see Gwen because he feels he hasn't truly paid his respects to her. But Gwen knows of everything that Ryan has done for her. And he sees Sadie with the boxes. She's taking boxes out of her car because she is ultimately going to pack up Johnny's room so Gwen doesn't have to. Yeah, which it's like, oh, that's a little soon, though, don't you think? Like, just one day after the service? 
I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that was just me. I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> did you did you catch how she said that we have to share the heavy lifting? Oh, no. Is that and the title? Like, Ooh, <laughs> title is in here. But there is a little flirtation here because she she says I might have to rethink me not asking for help because she comes off as a very independent person. Right. And then she's like me who's like, um, you know, I don't like talking to people or being nice to people yeah, normally. Right. And so I usually pass up people trying to help me because I don't want to have to deal with like the small talk of it. It's usually awkward. She's like, but this isn't awkward. We're fine. And he helps her with the boxes. And there definitely is a little bit of flirtation, sort of. Sort of. I Not on his part. No, on n- her not part. on his part. Yeah. And like a friendly way of just... You know, like I said, how she's like, I might have to rethink me asking for help. You know, it was like, a, oh, it can turn out good sometimes. Later that evening, we have the party going on. But before that, we have Caitlin. She's at home and her and Julie, they're getting ready for the party. And Marissa is not going. She's watching the valley and she's not in the mood. And they hope that she will change her mind and come to the party and ryan ends up showing up and marissa's like what are you doing here yeah she actually was shocked yeah and he's like oh i'm hoping i can convince you that you'll want to come to the party and i also got you a gift yes very sweet did you think it was a necklace or is it a bracelet i was just gonna say do you think sadie made it (laughs) (laughs) oh that'd be because he was like at sadie's with helping Sadie, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't <laughs> so think weird. that's that would be a little weird. But uh yeah, I just I think maybe it was a necklace uh, a bracelet. A bracelet? Yeah. It looks small. anyway. Yeah. So she is not in the mood to go to the party and he's like, fine, we'll hang out here. And she's like, listen, I just really need to be alone and be by myself. I need some time. Like, yeah, and he's like, when's the last time we were alone? And she automatically goes, oh, what do you mean, before when Johnny was around? Yeah. Oh. And then she's like, you wanted him gone. You're glad that he's gone. And Ryan's yeah. like, I'm not even going to entertain this. <laughs> because she's obviously so just devastated over everything. And she's going through so many emotions. And she's not really thinking before she's speaking as one does when they're grieving. And so she just loses it on him again. Yeah. And he also is frustrated. So he storms out and then she ends up putting the jewelry he gave her next to the necklace that Sadie made for her in her drawer. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, we finally get to the party. Sea Sand Stars by New Match. I love this party. It looked amazing. I wanted to join with like the light, the string of lights, and then that really cool like lit up heart thing that they did at the end. I was like, wow, this is an awesome party. And just the fact that it's on the beach, it looks so nice. Yeah, and I love their logo, New Match, and the M is yeah. a heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, wow, clever you know promotion there. Um, funny that they're not a real matching service but it would be cool for a logo if they were i know uh we see sandy and seth they make a joke about the victoria's secret mix-up justin ends up showing up to the dance and 
he and Caitlin sees him in the crowd and she's like, there's no way this is a coincidence. Yeah. And before he even comes up to her, I'm like, why is Justin here? <laughs> I out to even know about this, yeah. but she must have mentioned it. But she thinks it's sweet. She ends up introducing him to Julie and Julie's like, oh, I'm Julie Cooper Nickel. And he impresses her because he's so polite. And she says, Mom, listen, I think I'm going to go back and drive back to school with Justin, if that's okay. And she's like, yes, of course. I'll see you at Parents Weekend. Caitlin ends up heading home. She's packing up her stuff. And her and Marissa, because Marissa's at home because she didn't go to the party. And they do exchange hugs. They do make peace. But she says, listen, Marissa, you need to figure out if you liked Johnny or not. Mm, yeah. And Marissa's like, why does that matter? Right. She's like, well, it doesn't matter now. And Caitlin's like, oh, no, it matters the most now. Because now that like, it's the aftermath of everything and you're still trying to either work things out with Ryan or not. So you got to figure it out. <laughs> it definitely matters. It definitely, like this- yeah. For sure. You have to see how you're going to process with yeah, all Yeah, I just she, love her truths. She's always there for the truth. Caitlin? Yeah. Yeah, I know. She really, she can be very annoying as a little sister, but she truly she's like has a, great. She's like an adult to me, though. As much as she is childish with her actions, like her words of wisdom are very adult. It's true. You have to, I mean, every episode she's been in, she's always spitting some kind of truth. We're yeah. like, okay, well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like the way you deliver it is probably not the best, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Marissa ends up heading to the beach and she sees Chili sitting by a bonfire by himself and he's just getting drunk. And he's like, you and me are the only two that understand what we're both feeling right now. And he does make a joke like, you know, our emotional connection can turn into a physical one, which is funny. <laughs> always got to put that in there. Always have to put it in there. But it's nice that she got to at least spend time with him. With yeah. someone who knew Johnny. Right. You know? Uh, back at the party to set some scenes, we have Matt and Maya. They are talking. It looks like they're hitting it off and it's going well. Seth approaches Neil about... Summer, because it turns out that Summer brought her father as her date to this party. Yeah, that's cute. Which was sweet. And so she steals, he steals her away. And what he ended up doing is he wrote a confession on a cocktail napkin of all of his sins. And he's like, if I ever screw up again, you can give this to my parents. (laughs) And she's like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. She's like, this is, this is pretty great. You might have rocked my world and I am wearing your thong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, oh, but actually, that's my mom's. And she's like, ew. Ew. <laughs> Julie, we see her in this, like, gorgeous coat. I love yeah, her coat. Me too. And super funny, the waiter offers her oysters. Did you love this, this line? This is my, ba- the, my favorite scene of the whole episode. And she, Me too. And she goes, I don't do oysters. If I'm going to swallow something that's disgusting, there better be something in it for me. Oh, my God. I just, I was cracking up for like a good minute. I'm like, that's the best. She's the best. She has the best line. But Neil, he approaches Julie. He wants to talk. And she's like, I get it. We probably just don't belong together. And he goes, well, no, it will just make what we're going to do complicated. 
Right. And so she's like, she's oh, like, what we're going to do. So he wants to progress with things. Yeah. And then he asks if you will be my Valentine. Finally, Neil. Oh my God. Finally. Come on. I thought we were like past right. all of this. Last episode, he's like confessing that he truly has feelings for her. It's like it should just be going unsaid that they're Valentines. Like who else is he going to ask? <laughs> right. But they do end up dancing, and it's really sweet. Very. Kirsten and Ryan have a chat, and I feel like we haven't seen them connect no, in a while. We haven't really seen, like, the parents connecting. Besides, like, Sandy and Seth, we've been getting that a couple of times. But really, yeah. like, I feel like they're not utilizing Kirsten that much at this point, which is sad to me because I love her so much. But, yeah, we don't really get the parents and children having, like, heart-to-hearts like an after school special. But I mean, I feel like it was so necessary at this point because Kirsten has been the Cupid in this episode and she's like the woman's perspective. So Ryan now ultimately can get her opinions on things. Right. And he does, you know, he says that they've been, him and Marissa have been fighting and fighting she's like, a Listen, lot. it's, yeah. She's like, it's not too late. You know, you still can make a stop on your way home. Yeah, and he does mention to Kirsten that he thinks Marissa might be lying to herself about her feelings for Johnny. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly how it looks to the audience. She definitely doesn't know what to do with those emotions. And even though she thinks that she doesn't have feelings, deep down she has to figure out what those feelings meant to her. You know, it's funny, I thought about this when I was watching a year ago Sandy and Kirsten were going through this denying their feelings mm. for someone mm-hmm. else with Rebecca and with Carter and so I bet them watching what Ryan's going through with Marissa they kind of are like Kirsten in this moment is trying to guide because of what she went through but also not want to tell the whole thing that happened yeah like using you know? her life experience as like an example, even though she's not really saying it. Right. Right. But Ryan doesn't end up going to see Marissa. He ends up showing up to Gwen's to help Sadie pack. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I, this was a little fishy to me. I was like, mm, probably not the best choice, Ryan. Now you're like mixing. Now you're sh- sending out signals out there that to the universe whoever catches them you know (laughs) no you're right and if i was sadie my first question would be like it's valentine's day why aren't you with marissa yeah duh i didn't even think about it that it was valentine's day just the fact that he's leaving a party and should be going to marissa to talk to her he goes to sadie to help her right exactly and you know, she, he, she's appreciative of his help and he keeps talking about how he wished he could have saved him. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sure you did the best you can. And life is completely out of our control. Right. And she's had to deal with a lot of loss in her life and her dad right. and her friend, her dog, now her cousin. So yeah. she is a not a pro, unfortunately, but, you know, she's seasoned at losing people and she just has to chalk it up to that life sucks and this happens. And I think 
Maybe that's why Ryan decided to go to Sadie, even though he should have probably went to go talk to Marissa. But I feel like he's not, nobody's asking him how he's doing. Everyone's just mm. kind of asking Marissa how she's doing. So he, you know, witnessed this too. And he was the one who was right there to almost save him. And he didn't. So if, out of everyone, to me, now coming to this realization as I'm speaking to you, he's probably going through it the most. Good points. Liz? You know what I'm saying? Yes. I do. I do. So maybe he went to Sadie to get a comfort of tell me how I'm supposed to deal with death and maybe like I need someone other than my girlfriend's perspective on this situation because we were both there for it. And it's kind of like how Marissa, she seeked out, sought out Johnny because Ryan was there for the shooting of Trey and she needed an outside perspective of someone who was opening up. It's exactly the same thing. And right. <laughs> and foreshadowing like pretty much the same sort of not the same situation but that A little bit. It kind of leads to people getting expectations of why yep. you're seeking out yep. their you yep. know advice. So, interesting. I never thought of it until this moment. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while they're cleaning up, Volchuk ends up showing up to the house oh, and we see a little bit more and he's like, listen, I just want to talk to you, Sadie. And she's like, I don't want you here right now. You need to go. And of course, as she's closing the door, Ryan sees who's outside. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing here? Out of yeah. all people, I'm yeah. shocked to see you here. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But Volchok, he's like, as much as I think his intentions are maybe good, he still has that stupid sly personality of like, Of course. Oh, he's an asshole. You're going to call the cops. You know what's going to happen, right? You're not going to do it. And just tormenting her with that. But I'm interested to go into that more because it's yeah. obvious that they have a past together. And so as the audience right now, just meeting Sadie, now you're like, oh, wait, now she knows Volchok. How does she know him? What to what extent? So this is exciting because I don't really remember. (laughs) I I remember a little bit, but not where I think it's going to go. So, yeah. So the episode does wrap up with we see Volchuk outside and Ryan looking at him through the window. And then we shoot over to Marissa. She ends up taking the necklace out of her drawer she is at home and she holds it and she's just crying yeah she like lays on her bed with it and she's just because this is after caitlin said to her look you need to figure out what you want to do with your feelings and so i guess that was her only way of feeling like connected to him and just she lost it i mean i don't think she has really cried yet No. But did you notice at the funeral, though, Johnny's mom, she was walking down with Sadie, and she, like, literally stops dead in her tracks to look at Marissa? Yeah. Why do you think yeah. that is? <laughs> I don't know if she was... I. It couldn't be that she's so angry because Marissa's been at the house. Right. That's. I was like, oh, is she, like, feeling some type of way towards Marissa in this How time? could you not, though? How could you not? Out of everything, like... <laughs> I mean... Again, life is out of our control, but it's just interesting how you start hanging out with one person and so many bad things happen to you. Yeah. 
and not that it's that she's that trigger fault. she's just yeah, that that, trick, that right. downward spiral unfortunately was when he met marissa right and yeah now i can only imagine what's going through gwen's head a million emotions but it's like look at this girl she's amazing she's beautiful and my son was so in love with her even without him telling me i know he was and she didn't reciprocate those feelings and look at all the stuff that has happened since he's known her. I can only imagine right. like how she feels towards Marissa. Like on a positive note, yes, she's helped me out so much, but also maybe she's guilty and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's just awful, awful situation. Oh gosh. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back. Welcome back from break. We're going to get into our segments. We're going to have some trivia with Tish. Hey, ladies. Really glad you're continuing the podcast while social distancing. It's a welcome distraction during these times. Thank you. Same for us. (laughs) Yes, same for us. You have no idea. 315 for the Widows in Paradise song by Sufian Stevens is featured in this episode and is ranked number 20 on OC Best Music Moments playlist. It's a great song. Great, great song. It's so good. This episode includes three of the actors from the movie Twilight. Cam Gigante, Nikki Reed, and Jackson Rathbone. I think it's funny funny? how they're all in the same episode. I know. and I mean, we've talked Uh, about how they're all on the show at this point, but... Now they're all in the same episode. (laughs) I know, it's really funny. The OC and Twilight Saga have something else in common. They share the same music producer, Alexandra Petsavis. Oh, interesting. Caitlin says, Death Cab is on the valley. I'm never listening to them again. She is obviously referring to when Death Cab appeared on the OC and many of their fans were upset. Yeah, I could assume. Yeah, apparently some fans of Death Cab... We're upset that the band went on a popular teen show. Some fans called them a sellout. However, the band attributed being on the show to some of their success. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Ryan is TV.com's MVP. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Thank you, Tish. Thanks, Tish, as always. As always. Let's go over to our girl at Muse Chick on Instagram, our girl Vic. Hey, ladies, I hope you've had a safe week and thank you for continuing to do the podcast. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Jasper and Rosalie in the same episode. (laughs) This episode was sad. I hate that Marissa and Ryan fought earlier, but I was glad he showed up later. I thought they were going to make up. I get that Marissa is grieving, but talking to Ryan the way she was talking to him was mean. Definitely. Mm hmm. I mean, telling him he's glad that he's gone. I'm glad Summer and Seth are finally okay in time for Valentine's Day. So Minnie Cooper left with Justin. If she would have gotten back with him, this whole Johnny drama wouldn't have happened. It's true. I thought the midwinter break was weird, but in this tiny town I live in, the kids have a winter break one week in February. Does that mean she was there for a whole week? Huh. It seemed like she was there for longer. Yeah. LOL, I'm loving Julie and Neil. Newly, right? When he asked her to be his valentine, it was so sweet. 
asked some questions. Do you think Marissa thinks she did feel something for Johnny or she's just feeling so guilty that she's always confusing herself? I think she is coming to terms with the fact that she felt something. I'm so torn by this because Me too. this Me whole too. time I felt like she didn't feel anything for him other than a friendship and this, we always say, like magnetic attraction to him because they understood each other and went through similar things. And I think, again, like, she liked the attention. I don't know if she ever allowed herself to truly look at him in a romantic light. And so, therefore, I can't imagine her thinking that after he's passing. I just don't think that she just ever felt it. I don't know. But I I do think she felt something But I don't think it was romantic. I think she just felt like such a deep connection to this person that was there for her in a time where she really needed it. And like sometimes that changes you a little bit and like you don't feel the same way as we can see about maybe Ryan. She's not feeling the same way because someone else is opening up her eyes to something else. But I I don't think, I don't know, I'm so torn. I'm so, so torn. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that Marissa liked Johnny? Do you think that a part of her maybe did? I want to know what everyone else thinks because I'm on the fence. I truly don't know what to think. I know, I'm on the fence too. And like you said, I think she felt something, whether it's romantic or slightly romantic or just slightly more than just a friend, but not necessarily in a, just use the term again, romantic way. There was something there. Do you think Ryan was going to go look for Marissa instead of going over to see Sadie? At the end of the episode? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think he had any intentions on going to see No, Marissa. but do you think, did you think he was going oh, to see her? Oh, oh. Did I think? Um, At first, yeah. Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah. I mean, I could have assumed that's where he was going. And especially since Kirsten's like, you still have time. You can fix it. Uh, what is your ideal Valentine's Day date? Oh, my God. Well, this past Valentine's Day was great. Randy and I literally had a bottle of wine together. We made like we made homemade um, seafood fra Diablo. Right? Yes, oh. I cannot think of the term. Um, we made that. We just, like, watched a movie. It was super relaxed. We didn't put any stress on, like presence it was like a very low-key i love that like low-key making things together like just memories you don't have to do like this extravagant thing yeah that's aunt and i have always valentine's day we've always made each other something very sweet we've always made dinner and dessert and just had a super low-key no frills but still celebrating right like you treat yourself yeah and right exactly and We've had a couple of really sweet. We used to make forts, and I re- I think my favorite Valentine's Day gift Aunt has ever given me was he surprised me with a cat condo. Oh, <laughs> like he, you know, like at the pet stores you can get cat scratchers that are like you know three levels or so forth. He built one from wood and then carpeted it. Yeah, and he's and I was like blown away. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing, and. But we've had a couple good ones. In fact, this past Valentine's Day was the first Valentine's Day we went out. But we did it really chill and we just went and played trivia. And it was all Valentine's Day trivia with other friends and couples. And that was really yeah, fun, Yeah, that's too. like a fun time, too. Yeah, yeah. Just low-key, nothing Definitely. Too big. Okay. 
We're going to go over to at AAW3115 Alicia on Instagram. Hey there. Happy recording night. I honestly didn't think last week sounded too bad at all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're you don't super give- hypercritical on ourselves. So. Uh, yeah. She says, you don't give yourselves enough credit. It was great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Poor Marissa, my heart hurts for her. She's so devastated, and rightfully so. I think by the end of this episode, it was pretty clear to me that she and Ryan need a break. Yeah, I say so. They are not communicating at all, misunderstanding each other, and just pushing one another way. I'm unsure how I feel about Sadie right now. I really liked her the first time I watched, but I'm so team Marissa and Ryan this time around that I'm frustrated by the fact that Ryan went to see her on Valentine's Day rather than try one more time with Marissa. Were you surprised Ryan went to see Sadie after his conversation with Kirsten, which I really liked, by the way. It was a cute moment. Same. Uh, yeah, I mean, we did touch about it before. I, I was actually surprised that he did go to see Sadie, but it makes sense to me and I'm trying to put myself in his shoes and try and think of how he would be thinking at that point. Like the way, yeah, the way you put it definitely makes sense. I think though not everyone would see it like that and it it is surprising for Ryan to just like find, I guess, put himself first yeah, instead of trying to fix his partner. doesn't ever put himself first. He's always the fixer, just like Sandy's always the fixer, but it's this time it was like I have tried for this past like year to make things work with my girlfriend and so many things have just knocked us down and like maybe we can't come back from it and that's okay yeah go Seth for coming up with a great apology to Summer such a clever idea I like how Summer pushes Seth to be better but also scary because if he messes up again he's done for what do you think was also on that napkin? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, San- Sandy and Kirsten don't know exactly what happened to uh, their car that one time, right? From the, <laughs> when they the went to go see the iMac. <laughs> um, what else could be on there? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the things that Seth has done. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the weed thing, nothing is coming to my brain at the moment. But obviously, yeah. like, not going to the interview, they don't know about that. Right. Um, hmm. They know about the mall situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which right. is so silly. Uh, I don't know. I think that's all that I can think of at the moment, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Um, also thought the lingerie mix-up conversation between Seth and Sandy at the kitchen was great. I am, enjoyed these moments. Do you like the necklace Sadie made for Marissa from Johnny? I thought it was beautiful and what do you think Marissa was thinking when Sadie gave her the necklace? And what do you think she was thinking at the end of the episode when she was holding it? I think this necklace symbolized like, holy shit, I'm more fucked up than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a beautiful necklace. Um, no, I did too. It was really pretty. Yeah, I think it was perfect for the situation. And if it was me that got that in high school, I think I would have really cherished it if it was from someone that I cared about, which Johnny is someone she cares about. Um, but uh, what was the second part of that question? About the necklace? What do you think the history is between Volchuk and... Oh, well, I mean, she seems to be a very close cousin to Johnny, so I'm assuming she has visited multiple times in her life and 
As we know, Volchuk and Johnny were comp- competed against each other in surfing, so they did cross paths quite a bit. Um, Volchuk does go to their high school, right? <laughs> or does he not? I think we we couldn't remember how old Volchuk oh, was. I thought he was older than that because Sadie graduated. Right, so maybe he's Sadie's age and he's like a year older than everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm de- obviously something romantic happened there. That's all yeah. I'll say. Okay. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you she so says, much. She says, I feel like there's more, but I'm short on time. I'll be better prepared next week. No, you're fine. You're totally Thank great. You. Let's go over to our girl, Nicole and Shelton516, our newbie watcher. Yes. Questions, comments for heavy lifting. I know you guys have talked about this before, but did all the Twilight actors get their start in the OC? <laughs> Seems as though. <laughs> I like Nikki Reed and seeing her also reminded me of her on 13. Have you guys seen yes, that? Yes, I have. I have seen that. That's also with Kristen Stewart. And oh. um, and no, maybe it's Rachel Evan Wood. Is that her? I th- Why did I think it. Kristen I Stewart was in it? I think it's her, Rachel Evan Wood. Maybe? You guys correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Kristen Stewart was in 13, but I, now I'm thinking that it's Rachel Evan Wood. <laughs> Um, but it's definitely like a coming of age movie. The girls are, you know, experimental and they're understanding their new found sexuality. Yeah, like their puberty and going through mm. all the things that girls go through. So it's it's a good movie. It's been okay. a really long time since I've seen it. So. so what's up with Caitlin? Now that Johnny is gone, she will gladly take attention from Justin. I remember you saying she stays longer. So I'm curious to see what brings her back to Newport. It's funny because Caitlin does say like, I will be back. I and I'm, like, I'm like famous last words. I'm like foreshadowing. Yeah. She will be back. <laughs> right. I also love Julie and Neil's relationship. If they just get over this crap and just be together. Yeah. I like Jill for a ship name. Okay. I like Jill. Jill and Newly, right? We were yes. talking about. Also, can't wait to see more of Sadie and wondering what's going on between her and Volchuk since he keeps coming around. I think that's all for now. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you. All right. We're going to go over to at Dell underscore Vasto. Our buddy Mike. Ooh, he wrote a good amount. Yes. Love that. Hey, happy remote recording. Hope you are doing okay. Bye, Johnny. Enjoy the island. Tell Oliver, Marissa says. <laughs> oh, my God. I just had to read that with, like, some sass. Like, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> Speaking of Johnny, Marissa, I'm so surprised that Sadie thought she was Johnny's girlfriend. Not. Mm. But I beat this plot to death with my opinion, so I'm just going to move on. Based on the necklace Sadie gave Marissa, her birthday is either February or June, and Johnny's is August based on birthday. Oh, okay, nice. Nice. Thank Good pick you. Up, we had Kiki's favorite holiday, and we heard her on the phone ordering a large amount of cinnamon hearts. Are the two of you a yes or pass on the hearts? I'm a yes. The cinnamon hearts, I love them. And you know what's good? You can make applesauce with them. Yes, your mom does Yes, that. actually, or, my yeah. aunt, my dad's brother's wife growing up always made applesauce and all she does is you know boil the apples and put that in and every year for christmas i'm like can i just have that as my present because it's so good so highly recommend guys if you have not tried that all you have to do is put the cinnamon hearts melted in your apples and make the best applesauce ever like ever Mm. 
He continues with, I enjoy them, but I know some people who can't stand them. It's true. I know people who either either love it or Yeah, I think a lot of people don't like cinnamon. I happen to love cinnamon. Oh, me too. It looks like midwinter break is a real thing, as Justin was just there to take Caitlin back to school finally. Quotes of the episode. Not even a little see-through? Sandy. (laughs) Inside, my manly interior beats the heart of a 14-year-old girl. Yes. Seth. I sharpened my bamboo sticks, Judy. Yes, Julie. P.S. I made a nice snack for this episode. Fresh baked toffee cookie sandwiches oh, with Rolo ice cream what? in the middle. I'm going to cry. It, Can you send that? And it me? involves the heavy lifting of bring it to my mouth. This is fantastic. I think I'm going to take suggestions. So I didn't prepare a snack tonight as I don't have anybody to feed and eat with me. <laughs> There were two snacks that I did have in mind, though. One, I thought of having a coconut beer in remembrance of Johnny. But then as I was talking to Aunt about it, I'm like, mm, he died because he was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not great. And then I thought I would do chocolate-covered strawberries because it's Kiki's favorite holiday mm, and Valentine's yum, Day. Yum. Love that. But I absolutely love that this was your snack of the week, and I'm going Wait, to share so that. so he made toffee with ice cream in the middle? He made toffee cookie sandwiches. Oh, my God. And then he put Rolo ice cream in the middle. Did you whole make the Rolo ice cream? Or that's a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know either. And then says that it involved heavy lifting and bringing it to my mouth. Oh, this is amazing. Gotcha. Oh, my God. Seriously. I'm, my mouth is pooling with saliva. <laughs> Same. Same. I want Rolo ice cream. Oh, my God. Cream. I want it so bad. Uh, he goes, that's it for the regular pod. And then he sends stuff for After Dark. So thank you. And just some music in this episode. We had Sufjan Stevens, Electric President, Rocky Vadaleto, and Sun Kill Moon. And that's all we have from our friends on Instagram thank that you has guys. to do with this episode. I do want to shout out uh, P Rock Princess. You may have known this already, but I only found out today and everyone in my life has a know the OC talk rule because I am very annoying and don't know how to casually enjoy (laughs) anything. But the band Sugar Ray is from Newport Beach. And since I found out six years ago, I cannot stop imagining. (laughs) I freaking love this community so much. Uh she says, and since I found out six hours ago, I cannot stop imagining how much Seth would absolutely despise Mark McGrath, and it brings me so much happiness. So I love saying, Mark McGrath. <laughs> I do too, but it's so funny because Seth would like absolutely hate him. Well, yeah, I'm sure he would. He would hate anything pop. Like they weren't really pop per se, but I don't think that's his like genre of music. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and that. Sugar Ice from Newport Beach. That's very funny. And then says, P.S. I can't wait until you get to season four because hot take, it's my favorite season. Huh. Wow. Cannot wait to hear that. Definitely. Uh, okay. So let's go into some fashion. fashion. Kier- Kirsten's robe because always yeah. the best robes. I also had a Marissa robe, the gray robe when uh, Matt comes to give her the folder. Yep. And I also had Sandy's robe too. So many good robes. So many good robes. I loved Marissa's bohemian style dress that she did wear to the memorial. Purple. The purple with the brown, like had floral yeah. on it. I love that with the belt. Yes. It looks so good. Uh, I had I had two long sleeve blue shirts for Ryan that I enjoyed. One was just mm-hmm. like a casual crew neck kind of like 
you know, you scrunch up the arms long sleeve shirt, and then one was a button down. He looked good in both. Yeah. I love Julie's coat at the dance. Same. I love that. I actually really liked Maya's shirt when she meets up with Kirsten. It's like it had an open back, and in the back was like the sequin bra. Did you catch that? Ooh, I did not. It was catch very that. saucy for a lunch. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> saucy for a lunch. I also liked Marissa wearing that like floral t shirt with the black shirt over it. I think when yes. she goes to meet Sadie at the diner, I thought that was like very 2000s look. Definitely. And as always, Ryan's leather jacket. Always. Every single time I want to write it, but I'm like, it's so exhausted at this point, but I love it every time I see it. Yeah, no. And then I I gave a nod to Kiki's taste in um, neutral lingerie. <laughs> Very beautiful. Tan with black or black with tan? So funny. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, some quotes. I have Ryan Atwood versus himself is a very ugly cage match. Who knew women's panties are such a minefield? Don't say panties. <laughs> yeah, I had don't Between say Sandy and Seth. Uh, or when Julia says, yeah, but I got his attention. <laughs> Death and Valentine's Day, an unbeatable combination. Seth. Uh, you're a late bloomer, and I get that. Summer. Uh, doctors are idiots. Summer. You're like an adult, says Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really yeah. And then you have to give the nod... If I'm going to swallow something that disgusting, there better be something in it for me. I mean, I took the time to write that entire thing in my notes and then type it out again. I was like, yes, this is getting in the episode. That was by far my favorite quote of this episode. Um, And then I also had not even a little (laughs) see-through. Yeah. Or being nice is an effort for you. And I put relatable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so true uh, I think you're yeah. doing great kiddo that just I know. made me warm my heart and then when Sadie says life is completely out of our control totally um, alright how is your MVP I think everyone including you will be surprised by my MVP I think everyone is going to be surprised by my shittiest interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> okay MVP Yep. Three, Three, two, two, one. one. Caitlin. Seth. Caitlin. Yes. Okay, she was good in this episode. I felt her to be very good in this episode. And I'm like, she's just giving the straight up truth, bitch. Like, that's who she is. And I'm living for it. She did soften her walls a little bit. Um, I don't know if the whole, I was going to call him Johnny, Justin thing is because she actually likes him or is because she likes the intention. But he did make her smile. Finally, she's smiling. I feel like she's just always in a, an awful mood. But <laughs> I was happy to see her kind of make a little bit of a, a change this episode. So I just love how she spits the truth, no matter what, no matter if she's hurting someone in the process. But I just enjoyed her. You pick Seth? I did pick Seth. I picked Seth because he was... As he usually, well, not usually, because now I feel like Julie's become the comedic relief. But he was very funny this episode, and I like the advice he gave to Ryan about give her some slack, but also don't give up. She has gone through something, and he finally does tell Summer, and I felt that the Valentine's Day gift he did come up with was a really good idea. Yeah, I think so, too. So that's why I chose that. It's great. My shittiest, I really struggled on. 
Yeah. But I'm going to do a cop out, I think. Okay. <laughs> Ready? All right. Three, Three two, two, one. One. Bolcha. Ryan. Oh. Bolcha. Yeah, Ryan. I, so I felt that. He, but, okay, so before we spoke and we talked about why we think and why you thought and you really made sense of why he went and saw Sadie, I just felt that I understand that he needs to take time for himself and the way you explained it made a lot of sense. However, I feel that, I don't know, man, like if I lost someone close to me on that level, I would hope that my boyfriend on Valentine's Day wouldn't go over somewhere else. Even though I told him not to come, but maybe, I don't know, I didn't like how he handled certain things of like, why can't you just get over this? Like, I know I was there too, but why can't you just talk about it? And it's like, we know Marissa, she needs time to process. Yeah. And like, but here, here I'm about to defend him because I don't, was it last week? Everything is like running into each other. I know, same. She came to him and was like, I want to start over. I want us to be good again. It wasn't the last episode. It was. It was her trying. And he was like, I'm not ready. Right. So now he's like, you wanted to move on, but now a death happened. Yeah. It just always seems to be that way for their relationship, unfortunately. Like, they do one step ahead and then they get pushed like five steps back because so much heaviness and sorrow is put in their relationship and they both don't deal with it the same and like granted you know not two there's no two people in the world that deal with like grieving the same so ryan's like trying to move past it and then at some points marissa's trying to move past it and they just are not matching up with the times that they're trying to move past it's like it's just not happening for them so i totally get where you're coming from you know, gut initial reaction. I almost wanted to even put Marissa down. And then I was like, no, I just, I understand she's grieving and she's going through so much. And the way that she's treating Ryan is not, not really wrong as much as it hurts to watch it, but he needs to give her some space. And I think she finally was able to say like, I need the space now Let's not talk about this again (laughs) for a while. True. But I picked Volchuk as a cop-out. He's just being a pest. That's really all I have. (laughs) No, I mean, it makes sense. I think, though, given the time of day, he would have had a good conversation with Sadie if he wasn't being triggered by his red button, who's Ryan. Definitely, yeah. I think once we develop a little bit more of that, we will see where Volchuk is coming from. So uh, it just wasn't necessary yet in this episode yeah all righty patron of the week Woo! Yay! it's patron of the it's week patron of the week it's patron of the week so patron of the week this week is a new face to our network uh, her name is Ava, and we're so excited to have her a part Yay. of the network. Uh, she lives in California, actually. She's from San Fran, so I named her Sunny Ava. 
Oh, cute. <laughs> so cute. Because I feel in this dark time, it was she was like a ray of sunshine to come in, and she responded to the email that we sent when she first joined the network, and she told us a little bit about herself, and she loves the OC, so you will definitely get to talk to her about it. I'm looking forward to her sending questions and comments each week. Um, but she also has seen and has now caught up on most of the podcasts we have on the network. So we're just so thankful to have her as a new addition to the family. And we're just excited, excited to meet you. So thank you so very much. Love that. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, brother. I'm excited. Oh, brother. Where are Oh, brother. <laughs> Liz, friends. Everyone. Everyone. Here's your haiku for season three, episode 16, The Road Warrior. Unexpected pair on the road with a mission. Volchuk makes his move. (laughs) Well, obviously there's a road trip going on. Unexpected pair, though. (sighs) I think I know who the unexpected pair is, but maybe I'll save it for after dark. Where are we going? I think it has to do with something with Johnny because you don't just pick up and leave if you're not like trying to loose, like finish, finish up loose ends. I feel yes, um, very good. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Ryan is a part of this because as we saw last episode, him and Sadie are forming this little bond so i think or i know that the two of them <laughs> go on a road trip together um to sort out things that come up with johnny volchuk though maybe he has to he wants to tell sadie how he feels like right before ryan and her leave for this road trip and now she's like conflicted with her feelings Ooh, okay but uh other than that seth and summer i'm hopefully they're on the up now. Still have to find out what colleges are going. They're getting into that should be coming sort of soon. Yes, that's right. Uh, Sandy and Matt. Uh, I'm hopeful this hospital thing is done with, but I'm assuming that they'll still have issues to deal with. With that, uh, I would love to see more Kirsten as always. Kiki, I mean uh, Julie and Neil. This is exciting. I love this pair together. I'm excited to see how this progresses, even though I sort of remember how it progresses. And yeah, I don't think Caitlin's going to be in the next week's episode, but she's not gone forever, I'll tell you that. And uh, that's really all we got for the main crew. Well, Marissa, what's Marissa doing? Hmm. I think she's she, a good stuff. Yeah, she's she's going through it and I think she's just going to lash out at the people that love her the most and maybe she'll find an unlikely pairing at towards the middle to end of the episode. <laughs> nice. Okay, good job. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I like that. Uh okay, so quick announcement. We were informed by a couple of you and then as I watched this week on Hulu, the OC is leaving Hulu. And when you guys listen to this episode, it'll be gone in about two days. Yeah, so we're we're in panic mode right now. <laughs> we're in panic mode. It is moving over to HBO Max. This is what I was 
reading. And if you have HBO now, you'll be able to get HBO Max, but that isn't happening until May. Right, which is like almost a whole month worth of content that everyone be needs missing. to figure out. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're going to still cover it. I have DVDs. Yeah. Thank you, Tish. Yes, thank and you, Tish. I have my old box set, so I can give you my box set. Oh, you're right. Do you you have a working DVD player? I could probably put it in my laptop, right? <laughs> my old <laughs> Dell. Have, my old Dell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll figure it out, but we're still gonna keep going. But we wanted to give you guys a heads up if you don't have the box set or if you don't own the episodes on Amazon Prime or something like that because you can purchase them obviously on iTunes you can purchase there too but we will cover and then until May for those who have HBO you could rewatch with us it's a super bummer I'm like why are we doing this now right? like, especially we're in a time of crisis people need to rewatch <laughs> their favorite TV shows because I know. the TV shows that are on now are probably stopping production for a long time so we're, who knows when that's going to come back we need our old go to shows we need our we friends, need our, comforts. our office, OC, you know, One Tree Hill, Gossip Girl, all the good OG stuff. So All of sucks. it. That's <laughs> right. It does suck. But I hope you guys prepare yourselves for that. And if you're hearing this for the first time, yeah, it sucks. If we're, I'm like super bummed by this because that means I just can't until May just like go to my TV and be like oh yeah okay let me flip yeah. this yeah and you know on. what I did read a couple of articles that had Gossip Girl on the list of moving over too it just I don't know when that will be either so who knows that what we'll do that makes sense because HBO is redoing Gossip Girl right that so, too right so that would make sense that that would be the hub for them yeah to move over so everyone keep their eye out for that as well <laughs> yeah but anyway, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We love hearing from you. If you'd like to send us a question or a comment, you can reach us at Let's Talk OC on all social media platforms. If you want to send us an email, uh, Let's Talk OC at gmail.com. If you are an Apple Podcast listener, and if you would be into and be so kind to leave us a review, five stars is pretty great. No pressure, but we think that'd be pretty neat. And... We will be back next week with a new episode. We hope you guys have a great week. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Definitely. Stay sane. <laughs> it's hard, but stay sane. It's hard. All righty. After dark slash after hours. After hours. Here we go. Excited to hear. I'll start off with some questions because I don't, like right now, I'm like, wait a minute. I totally forgot that Ryan ended up going to see Sadie. Oh, at the end of the episode? Yeah, and I'm like, this kind of, like, sets up a tone for what's to come. Totally sets up a tone. I mean, it's... There's no Marissa in sight, I think, after this point for him. So, like, as far as romantic-wise, like, there's no way they could come back from this, which is so sad. Yeah, Uh, Okay, so we're going to go over Musechick, our girl Vic. She says, I had forgotten about Volchuk and Sadie. Yeah, same. (laughs) Why he hates Ryan even more. I didn't even remember how Sadie and Ryan met. I felt like there was a quick connection, at least on Sadie's part. Honestly, I'm not looking forward to the next few episodes, even though there is some funny stuff coming up. Cue Taylor. There's also some stuff that makes me mad at the time. I cannot wait. 
Do you think if Sadie hadn't come, Marissa and Ryan would still be the way they are? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do too. 100%. If it wasn't her, it'd be someone else. Exactly. And then do you think she still would have dated Volchuk? Because that all starts because her and Ryan are over. Um, I Yeah, I think she would too. I, I think it it would be anyone that makes her feel like alive again. So, I mean, Volchuk, I know we do get to see a softer side of him as much as he is an asshole. Um, but... Yeah, I think it just, it really would have been anyone for either partner. Like, they yeah, just were not like, destined to be together. Like, we see Ryan and Sadie hanging out more next episode, and they do go on a road trip together. Right. And so, this obviously is, that is kind of hurtful towards Marissa. Definitely. You know. So I think, but let's say Sadie wasn't in the picture. I think Marissa, the way she's acting would have spiraled even more. I could see her like being on the beach and finding Volchuk and, you know. Yeah, I don't, regardless of who they both sought after, oops, sorry, for the relationship, I I don't think that Marissa and Ryan would have ended up together anyway, either way. Um, But I do find it to be extremely hurtful on Ryan's part that he I don't remember how it plays out, especially next episode. Like, I don't know how he tells Marissa they're going on this road trip or I don't know how she reacts to it. I can't imagine she would act great towards it because it's they're on such an out right now. But I feel like I don't actually remember. (laughs) I know it hurts me, too. I don't actually remember. But it's like saying Marissa could be like. Okay, yeah, I think that's great. But also, do you do you want me to tell you where they're going? Yeah. They're going to find Johnny's father. Oh. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, why wouldn't... And again, I don't remember the episode, but why wouldn't they just bring Marissa along? Yeah. But... If there wasn't some kind of right, connection. Right, right. So, yeah, it's like a little sneaky now at that right. point. Which right. doesn't sit well with me. No. Uh, Mike, he had some after dark questions and comments. I'm confused on the whole Sadie and Volchuk backstory. I'm pretty sure we are led to believe they dated. Does that mean Sadie used to live in Newport, but she said she is from Oregon? Is this a plot hole? Yeah, I think as uh, the plot hole to me is I think that they just assume that Sadie is Johnny's very close cousin. And so she was always around maybe growing up and maybe she did at one time live in Newport and then they move back or they, they seem to they, be very close. Yeah. I think they definitely, I don't know. I thought they were, they dated and I asked Ann. he's like, no, they did date. Well, yeah. Cause like, that's what they make really? you think, especially in this episode, you know, yeah. he's trying to talk to her. Right. It's just, there's, or maybe they hooked up. Yeah, well, maybe it was like how one goes. summer that they hooked up and maybe it right. didn't end well. And now he's like regretful of that. Right. Uh, last week after dark, Michelle mentioned Taylor coming on the show to help with the transition of Marissa leaving. When I told you my top five and bottom five, I had Taylor on my bottom five, and that is why. I don't like that Taylor appeared out of nowhere and they acted like she was there all along. This becomes prevalent with the mermaid poem. That's true. It was random. It would have been nice that we have heard her name mentioned in previous seasons. I agree with that. There is a flashback that happens with the mermaid poem. I was going to say the mermaid poem is yeah, because Seth like 
he recites the mermaid poem and it's a poem that Marissa, I mean, Summer wrote. Oh. And Taylor, yeah. She's in the flashback. I don't know if any of you watch Scrubs. Oh my God. Of course. Scrubs. But there was a similar plot with Elizabeth Banks' character. They they explained us not seeing her before she was wearing a wedding ring. They did all these flashback clips and digitally added her in it. It was funny, but at least we had a fitting reason for why she we never saw her. Right, right. Whereas Taylor just appeared. Yeah. Yeah. She should have been a new transfer or something, but that would have changed the Marissa getting kicked out plot. I get that Marissa was leaving, so they need someone to be in the core four, but I think they should have brought back Anna. Definitely. It could have worked out well, her being at Brown with Summer and coming back to Newport during the holidays and trying to help Summer and Ryan with Marissa's death. That's just my thought. I think that would have been great. Yeah, I thought that would have been great, too. Because they do bring Anna back. They do. I mean, it's not, like, long-lived, though. No, it's not. But they do. And he goes, this is why she's in my top five. I think they could have utilized her for season four, but no, they had to give us Che instead. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm done ranting now. Please keep up the good work of keeping me entertained each each week, last week, or the week before. The two of you commented that you guys rambled for a really long time <laughs> and that the episode was long, but honestly, it could have been a five-hour episode, and I'd be here for it. Love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Just like Michelle, I love everything about the OC. I could talk about it for hours, and of course, I could listen to people discuss it for hours on end. Every episode I listen to you guys make comments that strike ideas out of my head and I always regret that I didn't add more to the comments I send. That's me. It for me rambling. Have a good week and stay safe. Always Mike. the way, right? Thank you. Yeah, thank I know you so always. Much, Mike. Uh, I think that's all we have for After Dark actually. Cool. So how are you feeling? Like I feel like I, I, I've said it now for a couple episodes where I don't really remember. I mean, now that Johnny's death is done, I'm like, holy shit, I can't wait to see again how Marissa and Volchuk actually get together. Yeah, I mean, and if if you don't remember, there's no way in hell that I remember any of it. So uh, I'm excited to see how everything plays out again because I, I truly do not remember. I remember Marissa and Volchuk together. Obviously, I re- remember Sadie and Ryan together, whom I really did like at the time when I first watched it. Um, I'm interested to see how I feel this time around. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What the hell? I mean, we're on next week's episode 16. And remind me how many is in the season. Is it 24? I believe so. Let me right. Google again. Because I know. Every That's time. Every, and I can never remember for Gossip Girl either. I'm like, why can't you just remember? 25. 25. Okay. So we're a little bit... We're about almost 10 weeks-ish, a little less Ish. than 10 weeks away yeah. from it. Yeah, and it's so funny how it kind of ends up the same way for Gossip Girl, too, like on our podcast. Weird. But I know. We're kind of going... Same thing. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pacing. But I just... Wow. I mean, there's so much they have to do in, from now until the end of season three. So much. Ugh. But yet, maybe not so much. But obviously, you know... That's it's the downward spiral of Marissa. So I personally am not looking forward to watching it, but I also am looking forward to remembering why we get there. No, this I feel the same way. And I also feel that 
this time around, since we are so pro Marissa and love her so much, it's gonna be hard. That season four is gonna feel it's just different. Yeah. And it's almost like you have to look at it as kind of a spin-off show instead of continuation. The yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's I don't I don't know how else to describe it, but there like I said, there are good parts of four. It's my favorite Christmaca, but but the reason it's my favorite Christmaca is because there's Marissa references. Yeah. And Ryan thinks he sees her in the airport and there's this letter and it's super meaningful and there's all a bunch of people that are together and they shouldn't be together and I love it. So entertaining, but ugh, yeah. Yeah. I know it's rough, man. It stinks, but it stinks. We'll we'll go through it together as everyone we will. else will uh, be on the journey with us. So Yeah. Yeah, and it's and as I think about the rest of this season, like I'm trying to remember major parts, and it's like the only major parts I can remember are prom, and the the final episode. Maybe some other little things in between. I know when I watch, it's all going to come back to me. Yeah. But as of now, I'm like, oh crap! Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you to remember it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it'll be good. All right, Lissy. That's all we got. And um, I'll talk to you on Thursday. Yeah. Bye.